Well, welcome back, everybody. CWP Sports Talk Podcast is coming back at you. Your host, none other than myself, Angela. And Mr. Pride, Troy Pride, is here with you also. Absolutely. And so we are excited to be back um, with you guys. We've got a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. We apologize for not being with you um, for a while. But you know what? Life happens, and we've just got some great things to talk about today. So we just hope that you will stay tuned today. We are also live via Facebook. So um, if you've got questions or anything you want to chime in over on our Facebook page, that's CW. Sports Talk Podcast on Facebook. So head over there and we are live and you can actually see us. Um, But this is a uh, sports talk radio podcast um, that's really geared towards high school athletes and their parents. Today we're going to get a little bit off topic because we're going to cover the Antonio Brown situation. We've been talking about that in our home a lot. So we want to kind of share our thoughts on that situation with you guys as well as um, why some athletes, and I'm sure it's not just the upstate, I'm sure it's all over, but we see it pretty prevalent here in the upstate of South Carolina where athletes are getting scholarships, they're going off to school, but why is it that some of them are giving up their scholarships? Why is it that some of them aren't even taking the scholarships that they're offered? Um, So we want to kind of talk about that a little bit as well, and we want to really right now kind of catch you guys up to speed as to why we haven't been here. Uh, We've been doing a lot, and you guys know, most of you know anyway, that we have two uh, collegiate uh, scholarship athletes that play football at two different universities that are probably about 10 to 12 hours apart from each other. So we're going to be doing a lot of traveling. We've been doing a lot of traveling, and actually, you know, we want to... tell you guys briefly right after I tell you about our sponsor today's show is actually being sponsored by one of our other children Brianna Pride Music is the sponsor of today's show and so Brianna Pride is a new upcoming recording artist she has released her first single and it is out on all media platforms now so whether you're Apple Music Spotify Pandora even Napster um, you know Amazon it's a very good single too. Stay the night, oh, man, it's real good. It's I, he's a, he might well. be a little biased, but anyway, that's our sponsor, Brianna Pride Music today. We also have CDs, so if you are local and you would like a copy of the song, it's called mm. "Stay the Night," as my husband just said. Um, but again, it's on all music platforms, iTunes, everything. So you can download it right now, a dollar ninety nine cent on most platforms. Um, or if you want the CD, the CD, uh, the CD. Is $5, but we will definitely mail it to you, meet you with it, or whatever. So shout out to Brianna Pride Music. Um, if you need entertainment of any kind, she is available. Um, she is our sponsor for today's show, so shout out to her. Again, she's on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all over. So follow her so you can see what her next steps are going to be. Thank you for your sponsorship today. And I encourage you, go along with the journey that she's on. She's just getting started. Um, it'll be great for her to really do well in in this um, industry and you can be a part of it because she's just getting started absolutely so okay that's our sponsor but so I was I was sharing with Facebook live before we really came on here live uh, about our accident so we were taking our son back to school had an accident and from that accident we kind of got side side swiped in, in a lot of different ways not just by the vehicle that hit us but also just in life you know my husband's had to have surgery he just had surgery Uh, Was it last week or the week before last? The 5th. Okay, the 5th, September. September. Okay. And so right now we're on the 16th. So a couple weeks ago, I guess. 
And um, he's recovering well, though. So for those of you who are on Facebook, that's why he's kind of sort of in a sling. He doesn't really, he's a bad boy when it comes to just following directions as far as. No pain, no gain, no guts, no glory. Somebody trying to take care of him. But he he wants to get up. He wants to move around. He went to therapy today and they told him that he actually can take his sling off when he's sitting down. And they gave him some exercises to do. So y'all be in prayer for a speedy recovery for Troy. And um, and we're just going to keep going. But so far, we've been into the football season, and we've been to Louisville, Kentucky. We've been to Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina. We've been to Greensboro. And where did we go this past week? We went to uh, Charleston. You so, went. yeah, I went to Charleston. So it's been a whirlwind so far, guys, and I don't uh, foresee it getting any necessarily better, but it's exciting. It's a blessing. We do not take it lightly that we get to support our young people, um, you know, living their dreams, doing what they're supposed to do. So, uh, but anyway, that's not what today's show about. I just wanted to bring you guys up to speed. If you are currently not following us on Facebook, we want you to share this Facebook. We want you to share this podcast. If you're not following us, it's CWP Sports Talk. And that's um, our podcast. Can, we're on Anchor, but it can it can be found on Spotify, yeah. I, um, iTunes, Google, Apple, all of that, right? So we're on all of those different um podcast platforms as well so now let's get into the show so the first thing i want to talk about you want to talk about the ab situation or you want to talk about the athletes uh it doesn't matter okay so let's let's talk a little bit about the ab situation a lot of people have been chiming in on this antonio brown situation and if you're not familiar with it you're probably not a football fan or you're just living under a rock But we're going to catch you up. So basically, um, Antonio Brown, one of the best receivers um, to date right now in the league. Um, He's a receiver. He's good. He was at Pittsburgh originally. And basically, there was some things going on. I don't know if it was about money or what. I think it was. They they didn't want to pay him. They didn't want to extend his contract, whatever. He ended up going to the Raiders. So he went to the Raiders, and, and and for you who don't know, you know, you have football, you have the Super Bowl. Shortly after that, you have camp, something that they call their training, right? They're getting ready for the season to kind of repeat itself. Well, as soon as we, you know, he got released from Pittsburgh, there was some drama because he began to talk about what was actually happening in the locker room, who he felt that the team was playing favoritism towards, and things like that. Anyway, let's fast forward. He's moved on. He's with the Los Angeles, or no, the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, Patriots. No, he he went with the Raiders. That's where the drama came from. Yeah, it came from. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. So, um, yeah, so he went with the Oakland Raiders. So, right before camp, there was some situation about they wouldn't let him wear the helmet that he wanted to wear. And there was a lot of hoopla around that. And, and a lot of this stuff, I found out seriously that people just don't want to go to camp. Because when you feel like you're a veteran, you know, camp is like trying to prove yourself. Now, don't forget, A.B. is one of the best receivers in the league. Maybe the best. Yeah, he is. And so, um, you know, maybe he just didn't want to go to camp. Whatever. Brings up something about a helmet. Um, they get that resolved. Something else comes up. Mm-hmm. He says... I'm not playing this, that, and the other. Uh, the owner or partial owner, the coach, Gruden, comes out and says, yep, he's going to play Monday night. This is after the preseason. He hasn't played any of this stuff, right? So there's just all this hoopla going on. He comes out and says he's going to play. Well, the very next day, A.B. comes out and says, no way I play. Release me. So a lot, you know, 
I, I'm going to say state my point and then I'm going to allow Troy to come in. But from where I'm standing, I oftentimes side with the um, side with the athlete because guess what? The media I have learned and that's why we're doing this platform so we can give a different perspective because the media is not always fair. And so the media very seldom sides with the athlete. And me being a mom of two athletes, I'm like, well, listen, we don't know what's going on. This guy, you know, he might be throwing a tantrum, but there may be just cause for this tantrum. So I want to hear the whole story before I weigh in and start calling him loco or crazy or whatever. But as a mom, I also know that sports psychology is one of the most underrated things in sports of any kind, not just football players, but all athletes need an outlet. And these teams don't focus a lot on sports psychology. So that was kind of where I was with it. But needless to say, he gets released. Very next day, he signs with another team, the New England Patriots. So a lot of people was ready and was willing to, to bash A.B. over the head and, and, and make it seem like he's crazy. He's loco. He just wants attention. This is another rich athlete. Um, spoiled and wants to get his way. And I was saying, no, we're not going that route. I don't know what the deal is, but I do believe that with the Patriots picking him up, that kind of goes more towards maybe he wasn't crazy. Maybe he really just wanted to not be in Oakland. I don't know. You guys chime in. Sinclair, thank you for tuning in. He says, I always side with the athlete. Me too, Sin. I'm, I'm with well, you. Well, just let me give you my take on that. Um, as far as Antonio Brown is concerned, I have nothing to say about that. I mean, he can say and do whatever the heck he wants to wants to do because see, there's a picture that has been painted throughout the years when you when you when you talk when you hear about Antonio Brown, the media has has spray painted a picture of the athlete, and it goes back with the T.O. It goes back with all of the other athletes that at some point realized that their contract is not. Um, is not on the level of their talent. I mean, if I'm one of the best, like Antonio Brown is, one of the best, he, he could possibly be a Hall of Famer, one of the best in history, and he's not comfortable with his um, contract. Why is it that we always got to be painted as, oh, man, he's, he's just a troublemaker? Antonio Brown hadn't had any trouble in Pittsburgh leading up until his last year. Antonio Brown hadn't been locked up and, and, and jumped on everybody, women or anything like that. So it's always where athletes like that that's demanding their money, using their platform to do whatever they need to do. I applaud you because you're going to get that paint, picture painted either way. So for him to use his leverage to get what, it's, what he wants, I don't see any problem with that because yeah, well, we, no, we, we're always having to do that. You know, you don't hear any, any issues with Tom Brady. Mm. You don't hear, and, and I hate that. I just want to dig into the big elephant in the room just a little bit. You don't have any issues. You don't have any pictures being painted on other athletes that contract is being disputed. But when a future Hall of Famer contract is being dis disputed, we already look at him as a T.O. Or Now look at T.O. nowadays. The media has said that he's broke. I wonder why. Because he didn't get what he was trying to get back then when everybody vilified him. So as far as I'm concerned, Antonio Brown, do what you do because you have to because no, the fans are not going to pay you. At right. the end of your career, you're not going to get paid by us. So right. do whatever you have to do, and they're going to magnify and add to whatever you're doing. So you could just be 
talking loud and they're going to say, well, he kicked the car. He just bust <laughs> out the car windows and this and that. So, hey, I have no problems with it. Right. Well, and I think that in all honesty, like if you if you go back and, and now this is just speculation because I really don't know the inside of the situation. But it looks like he basically got what he wanted. Basically, to me, it looks like he didn't want to be in Oakland and he did whatever he needed to do to get out of Oakland. And he got what, 15 million now for one year. And guess what's going to happen? He's going to he's going to play out this year because he's not a troublemaker. And the Patriots are going to resign him to a three year structure. And, and, you know, just to add to what oh, I was Oh, wow. Saying. Wait a minute. Now, Sinclair, so we got people chiming in, guys. I want to make sure that we keep the conversation going. Sinclair just brought to our attention Gronkowski did the same thing, and it got dismissed. So was Gronkowski seeing? I didn't even hear about that story. Oh, yeah. You, know, you don't hear that. That's, that's why I say you do what you want to oh, do, wow. A.B. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Good, good point, Sinclair. John Gant. Yep. T.O. and Chad John couldn't use their leverage, of course. Wow. Well, and, and, and well. That that's that's but see that's what it's a my thing with siding with the athlete is they need an outlet as well. The media is going to spin it because guess where the media you know they have to get on the field. So guess who lets them on the field? The league. Well, let me the give NFL. You, let me give you an example. Terry Bradshaw stated, and I quote: "I can't stand players like Antonio Brown." <laughs> I, I mean, just just, just just look listen to that statement. I can't stand players like Antonio Brown. He further went on to say, um, if I was a quarterback, I wouldn't even throw to him. Wow. I mean. Do you want to win? At the end of the day, <laughs> see, see what's, what's being missed for us or for Antonio Brown is at the end of the day, it is a business. The NFL has chosen to make it become a business, not the love of the game, because they start... It's always been a business. We're just... The, the athletes are now Absolutely. understanding that business and they are trying to leverage themselves because, again, it's to their advantage. The league it's just like this new um, collective bargaining agreement that yep. um, could cause us to have a lockout in, what, 2021. Oh, we're going to have one, um, too. But, you know, everybody wants the most money but if you look at the big picture and this is so me being a parent of athletes this is what i'm looking at now i want my sons to keep majority of their money in their pocket just like the owners want to keep the owners are making 20 times what these athletes are making the owner of the carolina panthers who i know he eventually sold big huge scandal there was even a, a scandal with jerry jones wasn't i well you talking about the patriots um owner when he had that scandal, yeah, what about it? Yeah, well, what I'm saying is, is he still the owner? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so why are we ready to throw out the baby with the bathwater when it comes to athletes? It's the same in college. Are 22-year-olds or 19-year-olds not entitled to make a mistake? Right, right. You know, you're just lucky that there was no cameras on you when you were 19 because what you did... It would have. You probably would have been locked up for it. But these athletes who are in college, going to school, doing what they need to do, um, getting their dream job and getting paid for it as they should. They're the workhorses. They're the ones on the field. So Absolutely. how do we get to say that they they should just be quiet and shut up? Well, that that's that's the unsaid um, thought process. Just like I said, Terry Bradshaw said, I wouldn't throw to him. Why? 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 And then he went further to say. Pulling, you're supposed to pull the team together. Let me see. Pulling together is not a part of something. Meaning that you're supposed to come together as a team. Yeah, you can say that because you're getting millions. Your contract is stable. Absolutely. My contract isn't. I could break, I could tear my knee up and then I'm out. Right. So that's not, you know, that's part of the media. That's part of 
the picture that they the spin, paint. The spin. Yeah, yeah they're they going to spin it so that the athlete is always the bad guy. Yeah. Well, here at CWP, we don't think that the athletes are always... We, and, and all I'm going to say, really, is we need to really kind of dig a little deeper before we are so quick to pass judgment because I saw a lot of articles being written about A.B. talking. And my thing was at one point, gosh, why don't he just shut up? But when you look at the big picture, right, though, right. when you look at the fact that mm-hmm. he is in New England and he played yesterday... Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know, they talk about Bill Belichick. He's one of the greats, right? I don't think he would have just picked that up. But perhaps that was the, the better business decision for him. And so how can we be mad at a man for wanting to do what's best for him and his family? I mean, six consecutive years, he had over 1,200 yards receiving. So you're dealing with one of the best players in the league right now that hasn't really been in trouble, that hasn't. All this picture that was painted hasn't happened. So, yeah, man, I mean, do what you do. Um Antonio Brown, um, of course, you're going to be looked at as a villain because you're the same with Colin Kaepernick. Good point. You know, he tried to use his leverage, but he couldn't get, you know, he couldn't get what he wanted. He should be playing football right now. So there is a disparity in the way contracts, in the way the media paints the picture. Well, and had Antonio Brown not did it the way that he did it to to get released, because it's not like Oakland was just going to let him go. Had he not done what he did, he probably would have been blackballed out of the league as well. And so that's a bigger picture that we have to understand, people. We can't just go out here talking and assuming that we know. I mean, I'm not even going to touch on the fact that someone now is accusing him of sexual assault but instead of instead of criminal charges being brought up there's a civil suit right i mean i'm sorry but if someone had violated me i need you in jail i need you under the jail or either in hell i'm sorry i'm just gonna go i'm gonna go with that i'm gonna touch on it just real briefly it goes along with the ezekiel like when when it come to find out that the it girlfriend, was a lie. The girlfriend and, and, lied. and what's that college? Ruben Foster. What's that college football player that his career oh, um, got ruined because a girl accused him? And DeAndre. Then, then he came. She came back out and said she was lying. Oh, so, Francoise. Whoever it is, okay. but so we do know that you know if it's not in a legal um, format or form, just be quiet. Because what you're doing now is adding to the vilification of this man's character. Absolutely. And, and that's what it's all about. That's, that's how it is. And, and really, actually, it's for those that's going to come behind him. You know, it's putting a tarnish on not just him, but those that's going to come behind him. And Keep going, baby. I got it. And um, we'll try and get what their worth is also. You know, I don't want to get paid... Um, if I'm one of the top two, top three receivers in the league, why should I get paid as the top ten receiver? I so. was thinking about that today about um, Ben Roethlisberger. You know, he had a sexual assault. Two, two. Two different cases that basically were swept under the rug. I mean, and again, guys, okay, so let's just talk about the elephant in the room. So is this a, a, a situation about race? Is it about color? Is it about the skill positions? Because, you know, it's the same way that, you know, when you got a, 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 a quarterback that's a person of color, they they a dual threat. They only a runner. Da, right, da, da, right. Da, da, da. Then you, but then when you have someone else who might be of a different race, they're, oh, they're, oh my gosh, he's using his legs. Well, well, let me say this for myself. For myself, I love the Lord. I, I love everyone. So I don't have any problem with talking about race. Is there a race issue? Yes, of course it is. Do, am I willing to talk about it? Of course, I can talk about it. Are you willing to listen or are you willing to respond or talk about it? I don't think so. So, yeah, it is a disparity. It is a problem that goes along 
And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. not even gonna respond to you, Matt. I, Matt, I'm mad at you for not sending me more pictures. You got you 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 holding out on me. But listen, this is a good segue for us to transition, guys. I mean, I, I think that's a great topic. That you you share this. Um, Le'Veon Bell. Okay, he held Wait, out. But we gotta shift gears. I got to, I gotta add this. Part. Okay. When he held out, if you did not know him, you would be looking at him as a troublemaker. All he wanted was a contract extension, you know. So it's easy for that to be spent on certain individuals in the league to be because they're trying to make a business deal that's going to better their life to be looked at as a villain. So keep that in mind and don't be so quick to judge. Okay. All right. Well, thanks to everybody who for your comments again. No, and we will not allow anybody to to control no, our narrative. No. That's why we chimed in today. That's why normally we're talking about high school sports and high school athletes. But we really felt kind of passionate about this AB situation. My son called me and wanted to talk about it, and he felt some type of way. And I can't share his opinion. But the thing about it is, until you know what's going on behind closed doors, I would honestly say, yeah, everybody's entitled to their opinion, and everybody's got a keyboard nowadays that they sit behind and they feel as though it makes them more powerful but I would never put dirt on somebody if I did not have the facts to back it up that's all I'm going right. to say about and that I don't let no one don't let the media continue to sway you or have different opinions about the character of a person or a player. Tyler, we were just talking about Tyler. He missed the media part. We were just saying that nowadays the media is never in favor of the athlete. We were talking about the AB situation. And so we just kind of wanted to come in from a different perspective. Me being a parent or us being parents of uh, college athletes that aspire to play at that next level. I'm siding with the athlete because the media often smears it and 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 taints it or only gets the side of the college or only gets the side of the owner or the league and i just don't think that's always fair and so in the situation of ab maybe you know so a lot of people said he should have closed his mouth but i think he got what he wanted and so you know kudos to him and much success to that young man yeah it's unfortunate that it took place like that or that it was spent like that but that's yeah. reality well at least he didn't get blackball he got picked up by um the other america's team they say the Patriots is America's team. Man, how? <laughs> they cheated on four of their Super Bowls. You see this color behind me? Oh, oh, y'all, oh God, y'all, the Cowboys. Listen we, to me. We're listen, not gonna understand start. this part of oh, life. Oh Lord! If you okay, listen. You like to go on vacations, right? Absolutely. Okay, you go to places like Ghana. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Japan, mm -hmm. Aruba. You cannot say New England Patriots and people know. Oh, but if you say the Dallas, we're international. Well, Tom Brady now, you know. What about they, them? They probably know now since Tom Brady, y'all. You know, that. Nah, babe. Dallas supersedes everything. The Lakers, they supersedes. I mean, when you're part of that fraternity. Oh, gosh. Should I, I'm not going to go any further. Okay, John says, how about people of color and women owners or coaches? Uh, I mean, you know what? There are more female owners. I mean, female coaches getting um, being a part, becoming a part of the NFL, and I'm all for that. Y'all see my shirt when women lead. That's my platform. So you know, women can get out here and do whatever they need to do, including be sports. I love that I young lady with that, from. Though, right? e Don't disagree with it right now. Okay. Listen, the young lady from ESPN who's always out there interviewing. She she does college game day. Love her. Love. Her. She knows her stuff too. Does she? Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, we're moving on, y'all. So our next topic is about these athletes. So Troy and myself, and Troy came to me and said, you know, we need to start really trying to help more high school athletes. First off, get recruited. 
But second off, know what they should be doing up until the point to where they are recruited. And so we have formed Coach with Pride Sports Consulting, and we're helping ninth through 12th graders and their parents um, in their preparation for, oh, that's her name, Maria Taylor. Yes, yeah. she is awesome. Yes, she is awesome. But anyway, so we're helping high school athletes and their parents um, prepare their athletes for the next level. Because also, so in even doing our sports consulting now, and we have several clients, um, and it's going well as far as that. It's a little slow, but again, I think getting our name out there and, and people really realizing we've got to start getting into more schools and letting these coaches know what we're trying to do. Because I do realize in Greenville County in particular, the coach has got to be the teacher and all this and that. So their hands might be full. So that's where we come in at. We can come alongside the coaches to make sure that the kids got his academic, to make sure the kids got her um, test scores right, to make sure the kid's in the right position. You know, Absolutely. so those are a few of the things that we focus on. But in doing that, guys, what we've learned is I f- five guys I can name right now that went off to school in June and they're back here in the upstate doing nothing. You want me to tell me when you so, want me to go? So our question is, what is going on with that? Like, so are we not preparing these athletes to succeed, and I'm talking about not just football, I'm talking about basketball, soccer, I'm talking about kids who have gotten scholarships, but then all of a sudden gotten to the next level and then say, oh, well, you know what, I'm burnt out, I want to quit, or I ain't like it, or I miss my family, or I'm homesick. Let me give you my take on that. What's that about? Let me give you my take on that. You know, um, there are different communities in any sports that make up sports. There are different um, individuals that make up a team. I think that here versus where I come from, Ohio came up, you know, it's important that the coaches nowadays get to use the excuse. Well, I can't care. I can't do everything for them um, because it, it's a tragedy. Um, this is a small shot for myself, too. Um, I got a book coming out, Downset Hut. It's in one of my chapters. It's a tragedy when a kid has been excelling in sports from ninth grade all the way up into the 12th grade, and then they cannot be recruited because of maybe they're not in the right position or because of the grades, the academics. That's where my wife comes in at. It's a tragedy. It's so many Hall of Famers that walk around that I see daily that plays football or wrestled or whatever in sports that could have went to the next level, could have made a career out of it, but because of things like no grades or out of position, they were unable to. And, and I really take pride in it, and it really hurts me that we as coaches has, have lost the fact that sometimes, like my wife said, you have to be the uncle, you have to be the brother, you have to be the cousin, you have to be all of those things that's going to propel that athlete to succeed to what he's trying to reach because um, it's happening too often to me. You know, my job, if I'm a coach, you know, a lot of the coaches say, well, why don't you coach? I'm doing something better than coaching. I'm going to come along beside you guys and stop that excuse and saying that, well, I can't do everything. So coach with pride sports consultant, I'm the lead consultant on that. I'll come along beside you and help you out. Because it's disheartening to me to see these things happen. I've seen, from when we got up here in 2001, I've seen so many great athletes that Fall stops, by the wayside. Like it's, that it's, stops. Well, I've seen some great athletes that I know that you should be in this position. But you're 
put in this position when you should be playing a different well, position. Well, okay, but see, you're you talking about the guys who don't even get recruited. I'm on to the guys and the girls who have gotten recruited, got a scholarship, left, and came back home. Like, well, like, like. So, so for me. You know, there has got to be some structure. We definitely believe it takes a village. Yeah. We're, you know, it, it wasn't just about us, although we had a strategy and we had a plan. And so what we're telling parents, what's your plan? Well, what classes are your kids taking right now? If you don't know these things, you're setting them up for failure because if they can do well in high school, it will translate when they get to that next level. But if they're horrible in school, from middle school, and then you just, oh, that's my baby running down the field. Right. It's not going to, because you got to get your work. I don't care where you go. I, I can think of a Notre Dame athlete right now who was on an academic probation, had to sit out for a year. Guess what? He's in the league now. He made it. But my thing is, not on my dime. You ain't sitting out academically because I didn't prepare you. Whatever happened to, if you don't make the grades, you're not playing. You don't from, play. Absolutely. Period. Well, no, that started even. Remember when you were coaching our son yeah. and, and he got a bad, somebody called called me, told me he was misbehaving. You, you're not playing, Oh, son. no. You, you, he didn't even go to practice. Because you have to set that standard, parents. That's all we're saying. We're not here to yell at anybody, but we're here to say, if you need help, ask for the help. It's not about the money, although this is a business for us because we see that there's a need. But if you don't have the money, we still want to help you. Yeah. If you don't know what's going on with your, class, your student in the classroom, we need to talk. If you don't have a, a vi if they don't have the vision or the dream to play at that next level, that's fine. They still can go to school and get that degree paid for. And we understand that every every dynamic of a parent of parenting, you know, some parents have to work. Some parents don't have time. I understand that part. And, and like I said, that's where we come in at. That's where we 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 form together a team. Your your child, you, us and other people that can be a part of that village or a part of that team to help him succeed. You know, that that's the goal. That's the goal to get, you know, get past high school to the next level. I don't care what level it is, you know, education, athletics, you know, that's what we're trying to do. And, Absolutely. And, 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 it, and it, heart, it, it hurts me to see a kid not prepared to, even if they go a couple of hours away, they're homesick. Well, well even mentally, though, let, let me yeah. talk a little bit about mentally. Like, so, yeah, we're, we're talking about the academics and we're talking about you being in the right position. But mentally, it's like you go off to college and it's almost the coach's job in college to play mind games, to play head games with you. <laughs> so having that kid prepared that if this is what you want to do, you're going to have to endure. Yeah. You're going to have to persevere. You're going to have to know that if God has this for you, this no for man you. can take it. Man, it's a powerful testimony and it's not my testimony but I sat and watched the kid who went to school with my son my son's a senior right now in college this kid is a senior he got no PT I think he might have played in He's 11 four games star too, he? five star five star uh, might have played in 11 games up until now well this past weekend not only did he play he had two catches and two touchdowns but God showed up and showed out in this young man's life but had his parents had he not been mentally prepared he would have quit and gave up a long yeah, time ago definitely. and now now they got a little thing called the transfer portal. But my thing is, it's not about that. Your child, if he's been playing at, um, sports since he was a little kid, if she's been playing sports since she was a little kid, they should be mentally prepared for the competition. There's always going to be competition. You don't, 
have to shy away from that. You don't have, I hate the transfer portal, by the way. Not to say some kids don't need to transfer, but I don't think it's working in the right way. You got kids that will transfer because there's competition and they get to play right away. You got kids who transfer for legit reasons, whether it's medical reasons, whether it's family sickness, illness, and they have to sit out for a year. Then NCAA, that's a whole nother topic that we can talk about. The bottom but, line. Wait a minute, but let me finish. All I'm saying is preparation is everything. And I think Sin chimed in. He said not preparing them. He said they're more interested in having likes on social media than they are preparing for the long run. And that's what is really bothering me because there are so many kids that could be successful, whether it's in their profession, whether it's in that sport. Because what we do know is that women don't get paid as much as men in sports. And so a woman's less likely to go professional. But she's got that degree. And that degree no one can take away from her. Right. So we have to do a better job. Parents, we have to do a better job. Uncles, aunties and coaches, people out there who can really give these young people an opportunity. I just feel like it's our job. People will say, oh, well, your kids are fine. They're doing good. It's not about that. It's not just it's not just about our kids. Absolutely. We definitely have prepared them. We pray for them. There's other people praying for them. But what about the kids who don't have that? Right, right, right. So, so that's, so that, that, you know, but that is a concern of ours. You know, that's something that we're, we're wanting to know how can we get in touch with these coaches? If you know of coaches that we need to go and talk to, please send our information to them. And coaches, please put your pride aside because it's about the kid at the end of the day. It's about them, you know, excelling to the forest academically and athletically. You know, you give it all you got. And then that's where you will land. You shoot for the stars. If you land on the moon, that's great. Absolutely. That's great. Absolutely. So, uh, what else? Did, uh, there are. There was. There was. Um, that was my parents' rule. If I made a C, I couldn't play. And see that more parents have just got to. Guys, we got to get off social media and we got to start making our kids read. We got to turn off the TV and we start got to start making sure that they are getting that mental and emotional support that they need because it's tough being an athlete. It really it is. is. It is. It's tough being a parent of an athlete. I mean, I could tell you some things right now. The baby boy redshirted. Mentally for him, after being the all-time leader in receiving and, and catches and yeah. special teams at his school, you go into a school and sit out. But we understand the redshirt. The redshirt is not a bad thing. It's not the enemy he also he's an engineering major he needed to get acclimated in his books last year and that's exactly what that allowed him to do so you know again guys if you don't have a plan you're either a part of someone else's or that plan is to fail and so cultural pride wants to come alongside you and help you formulate a strategy or a plan to help your athletes and you succeed because you know me and my husband was laughing the other day about you know my knowledge of the game but I feel like my knowledge of the game is attributed a lot to him but to my boys like if if I don't know about the cornerback position how am I gonna tell my son hey you no 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 no, you missed that like oh no 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 you gotta get off that block Oh, no, 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 no. You need. So how can I tell them? And my sons respect that from me because I'm not going to come at them from the same angle as their dad. I'm going to come at them from a mom perspective. But they know my mama knows. So she, you know, they might debate with me a little bit. But for the most part, they know that I know. And so I took it upon myself. I took ownership. These are my sons. I know this is what they want to do. Let's do it all the way. So, so, so guys, you know, we brought up that topic because we're, we're sad to see kids that aren't really reaching their potential and parents just sit back and go, I don't know, or they just decided to give up. 
some kids might quit. It might not be in their heart. It's not everybody's dream to go to the next level. We do understand that. But if it is their dream, we feel like you got a responsibility. We, uh, the community has a responsibility to see that dream um, through for that young person, whether it's sending them care packages, whether it's helping them out financially, if they just got a partial scholarship, whatever it is, guys, all we're saying is if you put a plan together, we can help you implement it. So, that's but anyway, so nutshell, yeah, man. that's that was, it in a nutshell. I mean, we, that's where the passion is. It, I can do that for free. I know a guy told me one day, he's like, you got your son. I said, man, I'm not coaching no more. I'm, you know, just that. And he said, no, 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 no. You got too much to give. So I understood that, you know, so that's why we came together and we had to formulate this and we had to put it in action. And that's why we're here talking about it. We got to get these kids, whoever it is, we got to get them to their next level. We got to get the parents understanding that we need them too. You know, we got to get the coaches understanding that, hey, listen, you got to take, you got to deal with each individual. It's not the same. So. We got all. We got to formulate a plan and get them guys. Where well, we appreciate you guys tuning in today. Again, it, it's been a great conversation. If you guys would like to hear more, we want to know what you thought about this live. We want you to definitely share it, um, and and we want feedback on, on what you thought. Again, thanks to our sponsor, uh, Brianna Pride Music, um, and and on as far as Anchor, we're gonna see you guys next time.